0: Judges 11. Jephthah, the Gileadite, was a mighty warrior. His father was Gilead. His mother was a prostitute. Gilead's wife also bore him sons, and when they were grown up, they drove Jephthah away. "'You are not going to get any inheritance in our family,' they said, "'because you are the son of another woman.' So Jephthah fled from his brothers and settled in the land of Tob, where a gang of scoundrels gathered around him and followed him. Sometime later, when the Ammonites were fighting against Israel, The elders of Gilead went to get Jephthah from the land of Tob. Come, they said, be our commander so we can fight the Ammonites. Jephthah said to them, didn't you hate me and drive me from my father's house? Why do you come to me now when you are in trouble? The elders of Gilead said to him, nevertheless, we are turning to you now. Come with us to fight the Ammonites and you will be head over all of us who live in Gilead. Jephthah answered, suppose you take me back to the land of the Ammonites and the Lord gives them to me. Will I really be your head? The elders Galid replied, The Lord is our witness. We will certainly do as you say. So Jephthah went with the elders Galid, and the people made him head and commander over them. And he repeated all his words before the Lord in Mizpah. Then Jephthah sent messages to the Ammonite king with the question, What do you have against me, that you have attacked my country? The king of the Ammonites answered Jephthah's messengers, When Israel came up out of Egypt, they took away my land from the Arnon to the Jabbok, all the way to the Jordan, now, give it back peacefully. Jephthah sent messages back to the Ammonite king, saying, This is what Jephthah says. Israel did not take the land of Moab or the land of the Ammonites. But when they came out, out of Egypt, Israel went through the wilderness to the Red Sea and to Kadesh. Then Israel was sent messages to the king of Edom, saying, Give us permission to go through your country. But the king of Edom would not listen. They were sent also to the king of Moab, and he refused. So Israel stayed at Kadesh. Next, they travelled through the wilderness, skirted the lands of Edom and Moab, passed along the eastern side of the country of Moab, and camped on the other side of the Arnon. They did not enter the territory of Moab, for the Arnon was at its border. Then Israel sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, who ruled in Heshbon, and said to him, Let us pass through your country to our own place. Sihon, however, did not trust Israel to pass through his territory. He mustered all his troops, and encamped at Jehaz, and fought with Israel. Then the Lord, the God of Israel, gave Sion and his whole army into Israel's hands, and they defeated him. Israel took over all the land of the Amorites who lived in that country, capturing all of it from the Arnon to the Jabbok and from the desert to the Jordan. Now since the Lord, the God of Israel, had driven the Amorites out before his people of Israel, what right have you to take it over? Will you not take what your God Chemosh gives you? Likewise, whatever the Lord our God has given us, we will possess. Are you any better than Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab? Did he ever quarrel with Israel or fight with them? For three hundred years Israel occupied Heshbon, Arua, the surrounding settlements and all the towns along the Arnon. Why didn't you retake them during that time? I have not wronged you, but you are doing me wronging by waging war against me. Let the Lord, the judge, decide this dispute this day between the Israelites and the Ammonites. The king of Ammon however, paid no attention to the message Jephthah sent him. Then the spirit of the Lord came on Jephthah, he crossed Gilead and Manasseh, passed through Mizpah of Gilead, and from there he advanced against the Ammonites. And Jephthah made a vow to the Lord, if you give the Ammonites into my hands, whatever comes out of the door of my house to meet me when I return in triumph from the Ammonites will be the Lord's, and I will sacrifice it as a burnt offering. Then Jephthah went over to fight the Ammonites, and the Lord gave him them into his hands. He devastated twenty towns from Eruer to the vicinity of Mineth, as far as Abel Thus, Israel subdued Ammon. When Jethar returned to his home in Maspah, who should come out to meet him but his daughter, dancing to the sound of trim bells. She was an only child. Except for her, he had neither son nor daughter. When he saw her, he tore his clothes and cried, Oh no, my daughter, you have brought me down, and I am devastated. I have made a vow to the Lord that I cannot break. My father, she replied, You have given your word to the Lord. Do to me, just as you promised, now that the Lord hath avenged you of your enemies, the Ammonites. But grant me this one request, she said. Give me two months to roam the hills and weep with my friends, because I will never marry. You may go, he said, and he let her go for two months. She and her friends went into the hills and wept because she would never marry. After two months, she returned to her father, and he did to her as he had vowed, and she was a virgin. From this comes to the Israelite tradition, that each year the young women of Israel will go out for four days to commemorate. the daughter of Jephthah, the guillotite. Judges 12. Jephthah and Ephraim. The Ephraimite forces were called out and they crossed over to Saphon. They said to Jephthah, why did you go out to fight the Ammonites without calling us to go with you? We're going to burn down your house over your head. Jephthah answered, I and my people were engaged in a great struggle with the Ammonites, and although I called, you didn't save me out of their hands. When I saw that you wouldn't help, I take my life in my hands and crossed over to fight the Ammonites, and the Lord gave me the victory over them. Now, why have you come out today to fight me? Ditha then called together the men of Gilead and fought against Ephraim. The Gileadites struck them down because the Ephraimites had said, You Gileadites are renegades from Ephraim and Manasseh. The Gileadites captured the fords of the Jordan leading to Ephraim, and whenever a survivor of Ephraim said, Let me cross over, the men of Gilead asked him, Are you Ephraimite? Right? He replied, No. They said, all right, say Shibboleth. If he said Shibboleth, because he could not pronounce the word correctly, they seized him and killed him at the fords of the Jordan. 42,000 Iphamites were killed at the time. Jetheth left Israel six years. During there, the Gileadite died and was buried in a town in Gilead, Isban, Elon, and Abdon. After him, Isban of Bethlehem led Israel. He had thirty sons and thirty daughters. He gave his daughters away in marriage to those outside his clan, and for his sons he brought in thirty young women as wives from outside his clan. Isban led Israel seven years, then Isban died and was buried in Bethlehem. After him, Elon the Seblonite led Israel ten years, then Elon died and was buried in Idolon in the land of Sebalon. After him, Abdon, son of Hillel from Herathon, led Israel. He had forty sons and thirty grandsons, who rode on seventy donkeys. He led to Israel eight years. Then Abdon, son of Hillel, died and was buried at Pirithon in Ephraim, in the hill country of the Amalekites. Judges 13 The birth of Samson Again, the Israelites were evil in the eyes of the Lord, so the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines for forty years. A certain man of Sorah named Manoah, from the clan of the Danites, had a wife who was childless, unable to give birth. The angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, You are barren and childless, but you are going to become pregnant and give birth to a son. Now see to it that you drink no wine or other fermented drink and that you do not eat anything unclean. You will become pregnant and have a son whose head is never to be touched by a razor, because the boy is to be a miserite, dedicated to God from the womb. He will take the lead in delivering Israel from the hands of the Philistines. Then the woman said to her husband and told him, A man of God came to me. He looked like an angel of God, very awesome. I didn't ask him where he was from, and he didn't tell me his name. But he said to me, You will become pregnant and have a son. Now then, drink no wine or other fermented drink, and do not eat anything unclean, because the boy will be a Nazarite of God from the womb until the day of his death. Then Manoah prayed to the Lord, Pardon your servant, Lord. I beg you to let the man of God you sent to come unto us again, to teach us how to bring up the boy who is to be born. God heard Manoah, and the angel of God came to him, to the woman, while she was out in her field. But her husband Noah was not with her. The woman hurried to tell her husband, He's here, the man who appeared to me the other day. Manoah got up and followed his wife. When he came to the man, he said, Are you the man who talked to my wife? I am, he said. So Manoah asked him, When your words are fulfilled, what is to be the rule that governs the boy's life and work? The angel of the Lord answered, Your wife must do all that I have told her. She must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine, nor drink any wine or other fermented drink, nor eat anything unclean. She must do everything I have commanded her. Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, We would like you to stay until we prepare a young good for you. The angel of the Lord replied, Even though you detain me, I will not eat any of your food, but if you prepare a burnt offering, offer it to the Lord. Manoah did not realise that it was an angel of the Lord. Then Manoah inquired of the angel of the Lord, What is your name, so that we may honour you when your word comes true? He replied, Why do you ask my name? It is beyond understanding. Then Manoah took a young goat together with the grain offering and sacrificed it on a rock to the Lord. And the Lord did an amazing thing when Manoah and his wife watched. As the flame blazed up from the altar towards heaven, the angel of the Lord ascended into the flame. Seeing this, Manoah and his wife fell with their faces to the ground. When the angel of the Lord did not show himself again to Manoah and his wife, Manoah realized that it was the angel of the Lord. We are doomed to die, he said to his wife. We have seen God. But his wife answered, If the Lord had meant to kill us, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and grain offering from our hands, nor shown us all of these things or now taught us this. The woman gave birth to a boy and named him Samson. He grew, and the Lord blessed him, and the Spirit of the Lord began to stir him while he was in Manahe, Dan, Dutin, and Eshtawel.